what has happened um, after the visit by His Excellency our President and the Premier here, uh, one of the decisions government made was to deal with issues of uh, immediate relief where other departments came on board, but then there were issues around uh, investigating and coming to the bottom of what happened here. And on our part, remember, we had given this operation a, a water use uh, a license for management of their wastewater, including the tailing dams. We have done our investigation and discovered that um, they've been continuing to be defaulting on the license condition we issued despite the notices and directives, including their action plans that they have provided. Then we took a decision that they have to be brought to book because of the impact they have caused to the environment and our water resources, especially the neighboring water streams that are here. Then we have now have opened a case against them on the basis of the National Water, National water Act 86 of 1998, uh, in terms of Section 151, those that would have time to read. But our action as a department does not uh, preclude other people that might want to claim damages uh, or civil action against the operators of this uh, operation. At the very same time, we met with them because they were supposed to do rehabilitation, and we could see that rehabilitation is happening in a number of areas here. Yeah? But we are not pleased because the rains have started. The quality of the rehabilitation doesn't look good. And we've agreed that to let them give us the plan. And our teams have received an action plan. We'll look at it and see whether it is quality or not. And on the basis of the trust deficit we have, we should be in a position to make that plan a declaratory order by the court so that if there is a default, we can go for a default judgment. But then we've opened a case, as we've said, and uh, with the police here, we've given all the supporting documentation in terms of engineering reports because the structures, they remain unstable. And when it starts to rain, especially when we take this charge water, they will have a problem. Lastly, our intention as government is not to stop the operation, but we are considering at the short, uh, in the short space of time to suspend our water use license. So that if they give us a plan that will ensure that there are no risks, we'll allow them to proceed. But at the very same time, they need to apply for new water licenses where they will store water so that their operations are also compliant. We're together with the Department of Environment in the province and the municipality when we're doing this action. But there is a willingness on the mine owners here, and we'll hope that they will keep uh, their commitment. If they don't, they are risking a risk of a, a increment in terms of the National Water Act, or they can be fined. Mm. And, and, and interesting things you say, uh, Deputy Minister, you know, speak about the trust deficit, but you also speak about um, recurring acts of non-compliance prior to that disaster. What sanction was visited upon the Akhersfontein development mine for non-compliance? The, the challenge we, we have uh, in terms of our legislation that we need to tighten, uh, the legislation, uh, especially in water, promotes an administrative action first, which is long-winded. That administrative action first says you issue them with a notice that uh, they are not complying, and then they promise to actually allow them for a period of uh, 
60 days to put up a plan and, and stop doing certain things. And then from a notice, you will then issue them a directive before you open a case. And those processes were set with the minister. They are long-winded, they are causing problems, and we must attend to that. That's one of the issues that took us long. But one of the issues that has happened, there was a dispute between us and them. Our engineers, Sakina, they said the structure is not safe in terms of structural integrity. They got a reputable uh, SRK engineering consultant that claimed in their report that uh, this thing, uh, the structure is good, and then within some few weeks, then this thing collapsed. We hope that uh, that uh, engineering consultant and the engineering bodies will act against those particular people. That's one of the issues that we're also saying that they've given us false information on the basis of that false information when our engineers have said they must do this. Uh, they have not done it. But now we've instructed them, and they have not complied, that they need to get someone who's a specialist in terms or detailing terms called an approved professional person in APP. They have not appointed this person because even the names of these people they are sending to us in terms of their credentials, they are not meeting the requirements. And normally in South Africa, there are only few of these people uh, dealing with this operation because we can't take reports from individuals and organizations that are not properly satisfied. Because if we do we do that and accept them, we also become part of a capable homicide. Now, that again is in and of itself slightly baffling because you are dealing with an entity, with a company uh, that is notoriously non-compliant. So what makes you think that they will comply now? Well, um, they, 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 this company has a history, uh, it has a history changing of uh, hands, and uh, you know that um, uh, in law, successor in law, there are these new uh, owners that just came in May, and I don't think they've done a proper due diligence in terms of liabilities, because it is an operation that has been operating since 1874, and more than 100 years later, and you think that the structure is good, uh, you, you'll have problems, but... To ensure that we cover the interests of our citizens and the public, that's why we have taken this legal route. We are going to be working with the police and the other law enforcement agencies to have a successful prosecution because they will have to account, including the former owners that have left these operations. That's how we are going to guarantee because the law has been broken. Uh, Deputy Minister, how would you respond to people who say that as government, government should equally be held accountable um, and culpable because this situation was allowed to develop. Uh, you speak about, you know, the long-winded process. How long-winded was it? When was the first time that authorities realized that um, there were safety concerns around uh, those tailings dams? Uh, when when was the first time that they cited that? Fakinam, uh, we are living in a democratic country. People have different views. I'm not here to defend government. And I admit that we could have done much better. But let's not shift the responsibility. Operators of these institutions have a responsibility to comply with the law and actually act as responsible companies. Even our own companies, when they go and operate in other countries in the continent and elsewhere, we insist that there's that future responsibility. On our case, as we have said before, 
this is no longer classified as a mining operation. And when these issues came to the fore of pollution around 2014, we ensured that this entity does actually apply for water use authorization, of which they were granted. There were continuous monitoring that were happening, and there were issues of non-compliance that were raised and plans that were being produced that were non-compliant with. But when it came about the classification of the trading term as a term in terms of our laws, that's when we were able to produce a report to say the integrity of the structure is not actually meeting the standard. Then the company itself appointed a reputable consulting engineers that are internationally known. And then they produce a report. Remember, their report was produced around the end of August where they said everything is contrary to what the state is claiming. While we were having that particular incident, other owners, they left, the others came in. Within about four, six weeks or seven weeks, this structure failed. And that's why as government will have responded in the manner we have responded. And we could see that the risk is still highly, not even moderate. That's why we have taken this action so that if these issues are recurring again, the government should not be saying that it was sitting and not doing anything. And that's why we are saying that we'll also work with this entity because our intention is that we don't want to close economic activities. But at the very same time, we have to promote conditions that while the socioeconomic rights are actually enhanced, but the environmental rights, including the issues of right to quality water, are not affected. Deputy Minister, Parliament had, of course, also recommended a full investigation into this uh, Jakobsfontein mine disaster, as well as the directors of the company involved. Uh, Has that process gotten underway as yet? Well, uh, remember, we are being led by the Department of Mineral Resources. The minister was here. The time I was here myself with President, I was with the Deputy Minister and the other ministers that were here. Various investigations are happening and we are working collectively to ensure that um, uh, all these other aspects, other than water, are attended to. For an example, around the classification of this thing, whether it's a mining activity or not, that's why DMR is leading us. Even today, when I was on site here, we have a wastewater treatment plant that uh, is uh, overflowing, causing pollution. With the HOD of environment in the province here, we send up the team, the, uh, the people from the University of Christchurch, and the directive is also being issued by them so that we can do that. But we'll also be looking at uh, those uh, owners, the old owners and the current owners, and see what other action, as I was saying, that nobody is precluded from actually claiming damages or taking action in terms of non-compliance issues that have happened here. We'll leave it there for today. Thanks so much for your time. And uh, that was uh, the uh, Deputy Minister, uh, David Matlobo, speaking to us and uh, after a visit uh, to uh, Jagersfontein. And uh, the Deputy Minister, just giving us an update, uh, they had a meeting. And, of course, what needs to happen next is the Deputy Minister of Water and Sanitation.